Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Recover Everything podcast, where we will have honest discussions about everything in recovery. I'm your host, Chris West. So, recovery. It's kind of a hot discussion topic right now. Uh, More science is coming out every day. More discussion is being had. Political, medical, things are happening in the community. I've worked in the recovery community going on six years, and I am also a person who was raised by addicts and people with mental issues. In an attempt to kind of understand and figure out what's going on, uh, I decided to start a podcast to educate myself. I have a background in film and media, And I thought this would be the perfect way to not only educate myself, but maybe educate some people out there listening and hopefully help somebody. On this first episode, we are going to do a roundtable discussion with the two ladies from Fearless Kind, who are my co-hosts, the highly educated Caitlin Martinez and Dr. Sarah Shonian. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Recover Everything Podcast, where we have honest discussions about everything in recovery. I'm your host, Chris West, and my two lovely co-hosts are Dr. Sarah Shonian and Caitlin Martinez. Hello, everybody. So, kind of this format uh, on this first episode, uh, we're going to interview people, and then after those interviews, we'll have roundtable discussions. And I thought for the first episode, since these are my two co-hosts, is that we'd have a roundtable about recovery and what we want to gain from having this podcast. Great idea, Chris. Yay! Brilliant. So that's what we're going to do today. First episode is a roundtable. Cool. Round and round we go. Even though the table that we are currently on is rectangular. Right. Oh, the irony. Right. (laughs) Why do I want to do this podcast? Why do I want you to listen? Uh... I want to do this podcast because I would like to educate myself a little bit better about recovery, and hopefully you're listening because you'd like to do the same. I come from a family of people who are addicted to stuff, Mm -hmm. and I work in the recovery industry, and I went to school for film, into media stuff, so I thought podcasting would be right up my alley. It really is up his alley, too. Yeah, it's a cool, mm-hmm. I think, I have my own reasons for wanting to participate in this podcast, but I think this is a cool medium to explore and learn about something that's impacted your life. Long-term discussion is where it's at. Yeah. Um, where constantly the news people get is very quick and very short, and, and these panel discussions of, you know, seven minutes that get nowhere. Right. Or it's really, really, really biased information. Right, and it's not a dialogue necessarily. It's a one-way kind of street where someone's espousing their point of view. And so I think this is cool because we get to talk, ask questions, um, disagree, agree. That, that's that, that's definitely like where I'm resonating with podcasting is it's a chance to have actual discussions about 
you know, whatever you want. And in this case, it's going to be about addiction recovery and mental health. Yeah. And hopefully we do it in a way that's also entertaining. Right. We try our best, at least. (laughs) I mean, I'm really funny. (laughs) I agree. Oh, my gosh. That's nice, Chris. Thank you. Me, too. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Caitlin. Me, too. You're funny. No, I'm not funny. She's funny. I'm horrible. Stale bread. Sarah's really funny. I'm I'm really funny. (laughs) Caitlin's funny, too. (laughs) Um, Are you funny, Chris? (laughs) If you can see my face, no one said right. anything about yeah. Chris being funny. No, avoid I was waiting. <laughs> avoid the I, elephant. He's like, in the tell room. me how funny I am, guys. I gave a long pause. Right, that was our opportunity. The door was wide. I know. Caitlin was just like, yeah, Sarah's funny. Yeah. <laughs> dot, 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 dot dot Chris, you just w- work the soundboard and shut your mouth. Yeah. Host this, host this thing right. for us. Edit our podcast, Chris. Yeah. Take pictures, Chris. <laughs> Make a movie, Chris. Yeah. It's funny because he's really the one that bosses us around. So it's true. Get out of the frame. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's do a little bit of introduction. Uh, you know me now. I'm Chris. Went to film school. Yada yada yada. Right. Uh, we have Caitlin Martinez. Yep. My name's Caitlin. I'm a mental health professional. I'm a marriage and family therapist. Um, I've worked here in Vegas in the mental health community for the past nine years. I am also. Um, a person from a family that struggles with addiction, um, which I think thinking, looking back on it retrospectively is probably what got me interested in being in the mental health field and the recovery field in general. It's my own, um, family's history of addiction. And now we have Dr. Sarah Shonian. Hi everybody. Did I say that right? Yeah. Shonian. And yeah, (laughs) I Got my PhD in marriage and family therapy. Fun fact, Caitlin and I did our master's together here at UNLV. We showed it. Then I went to Texas. We're in Las Vegas, by the way. Yeah. And No, you said Las Vegas, right? Yeah. She's like, where are we? Who are we? Um, No, I got my PhD in Texas, so I moved to West Texas for three years, and I'm still trying to recover from that. And um, it was a really positive experience. I did research and clinical work and taught about addiction, and I learned a lot. A whole lot, and did you? I did. Did you learn a whole lot? I learned a getting lot. your doctor. All the things. Yeah, I learned all the things, and I also have personal experience with addiction. I'm a child of an alcoholic. I actually don't like that language, but I'm an adult child of an alcoholic. Mm. You know, it's kind of You're like a giant baby, right? Yeah. yeah, I am an adult child. Anyway, right. So yeah, that's it. My dad's in recovery now, and it's lovely. And him and I have a good relationship. But addiction impacts the whole family. Addiction impacts everyone. And everything. Yep. The economy, families, individuals. Dogs. Dog. Oh my God, it really does. People like forget, like I've worked with people that feel so much shame and guilt because they forget to feed their pets when they're all hammered and in their active addiction. It's (laughs) It's sad. It's terrible. I know. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. There are endless um subjects Mm -hmm. and endless stories and an infinite amount of information yeah it's hard to pick where to start off from Mm -hmm. it's also hard to discern what's real like if you go to google and type in you know recovery for opioids you're gonna be met with a lot of information that are advertisements Mm-hmm. made to look like information. Right. Um, so I think for 
most people, including myself, who's in this field and professional, it can be very difficult to figure out what's what's what. And that's part of uh, why we're doing the podcast yeah. is to discern what information is um, legitimate or not. Mm-hmm. What's actually helping people. Right. What's not. Who's doing shitty things. Who's mm-hmm. not. Because there's, there's obviously not one one pathway. Right. Not one pathway to recovery and not one cause to addiction. So, again, with this, what we're trying to do is, you know, introduce not only ourselves, but the listeners to all of these pathways, mm-hmm. all of this information. Um, along with that, and, you know, we'll have people telling personal stories, um, different organizations, some spiritual stuff. Uh, hopefully a long many years of joint podcasting yeah and hopefully we don't get bitter like those people that are in a band that are in it for too long you know <laughs> and they can't stand each other anymore they hate each other but I they still go on like both of you I know, right? <laughs> so so we're <laughs> episode off to, one. we're off to a good start because chris doesn't like us already and so maybe he'll grow to love us and we'll grow to hate him mm-hmm. and then it'll balance out <laughs> i wonder what i think that um my dislike is a lot less harsh than than it would be coming from you guys. You're absolutely right, hundred percent. <laughs> Easy, yeah. <laughs> I just like most things, right? So it's just an even keel, right? And you guys, and my, you like me now, but if we're yeah. we're uh, picky about what we choose to hate, but when we hate something, stay out of the way, right? You're like, I love as good as I hate, right? And I love strong, right? So true, accurate, yeah. Um. So how this podcast uh, legitimately got started is I, uh, from working in the recovery industry, just kind of, and having a media background, just was really into podcasts in general, uh, thought I could start myself. And then I met these two ladies who are opening their own recovery house. Yeah. Inpatient rehabilitation facility. What she said. Right. (laughs) And I interviewed them for my podcast originally that I was starting and they liked what I was mm-hmm. doing, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then we decided to start over together. Right. Yep. We wanted in. We wanted yeah. to be part of the discussion because um, we, as, as we've gone through the process of working in recovery and trying to start a business and help more people, um, we've had a lot of questions about the industry itself and the back end of things and the politics behind it and what's effective and what's not. And so we want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And me not being a dummy immediately agreed. Right. <laughs> so here we are folks. Right. You're welcome. So now since this is the first episode, I'm going to take the chance or the opportunity to not only get to know my co-host but for the listeners to get to know my co-host mm-hmm. awesome. and keep it kind of light right. because i think addiction f- recovery is dark after this episode it may get a little serious and i'm going to do my best to you know keep it lighthearted from time to time uh even if it makes me look dumb i think Aww. that thanks for Taking one for the team. Yeah, self-sacrifice. It's nice. So question one. Uh-oh. You guys met in 
your master's program, yes. And we are roommates. Isn't that adorable? I instantly just like um, got sweaty when you said question one. I was like, oh shit! I didn't, yeah. I didn't study for the final You're test. In trouble. I don't know what's like, come don't up. ask me what my favorite book is. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Sarah and I met at UNLV in our master's program. Mm-hmm. That's what I just said. Yeah. Right. I haven't got to the question yet. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's a therapist thing. So we just like repeat what you say. I, want I know. You, I want you to know. I've been yeah. to therapy. Uh-huh. I want you to know I'm listening to you. Right. Do you uh, feel heard? I do. Excellent. First question. Okay. Since you guys were roommates, mm-hmm. uh, was, what was like the first big fight you guys had? Oh, do we have roommate fights? I don't think we've ever had a roommate fight. Our roommate relationship was always really fun. It was short and sweet. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a funny story though. Um, we lived in a house that was owned by a DJ oh, from yeah. Vegas. What who, was his name? Frank. DJ what? DJ Frank. <laughs> Frank the DJ. Yeah. He moved to Thailand, Phuket, mm-hmm. and uh, continued his... questioning that. I yeah, also think they've moved back. Continued his DJing career. But right. this was, um, you know, post or during recession time, and he stopped paying his mortgage. And our house that we were living in got foreclosed on. Right. And then he accused us of like moving out and letting squatters move in yeah and so he would incessantly call all the time and be like you did this to my house we have a lawsuit here yada 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 right you're like i'll see you in court no we're like don't talk to us frank you're you didn't pay your mortgage bro yeah not only that your beats suck yeah i don't even know about his beats but i'm sure they're not great right but we came home one day from our studying mm-hmm. and found a blue note taped to the door like this mm-hmm. house will be auctioned in four days get your stuff and get out nice right. Yeah, it was cool. It was panic. Um, question two. Uh-oh. How about we ask you questions now? Go oh, ahead. table's turn. Yeah. So when we first met Chris, we thought we had a lot of common interests, which is why we thought this relationship would be so great. Little we find out, he doesn't care about us. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Chris, what? tell us about your t-shirt and why is that important to you? My shining t-shirt? The shining t-shirt, yes. It's from the movie The Shining. Go on. There's two girls. Right. Um, the twins from the movie, if anyone mm-hmm. is familiar. I like <clears throat> the movie The Shining because um, a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Jack Nicholson's my favorite, my favorite great, actor. Great film. Uh, I think it was like one of the first scary movies I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. So do you know who Stanley Kubrick is? Mm-hmm. You know who Stanley mm-hmm. Kubrick is? So he was a genius. Yeah. Like for reals. He, for fun, what this guy would do would be to sit down and solve um, very complex mathematical equations. Mm. Is what he did for fun. That's what my best friend is Ben Affleck. For reals. (laughs) Anyway. So it just kind of translated to his filming where literally everything that has to do with anything that you're seeing in the frame means something. Mm, Right. Or, or ha- like, there's nothing at all. Unintentional. Unintentional. So that's what The Shining means to me. I don't even see it as a scary movie. To me, it's a. It's not even a piece of art. It's 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 a. A masterpiece. I wouldn't Brilliant even, cinematic. I I don't, I don't think of things like that. Multi-sensory. It's. Inspiring. It, no. Oh yeah, we learned yesterday. Chris is not easily inspired. No. <laughs> um. It's like looking at a complex piece of music. Oh. It's, yes, it's artistic. Yes, it's blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's like seeing the code of reality. Wow. Whoa. Have you ever read the book? Yes. Can we talk about Stephen King for a second and how I believe him to be also a genius? 
And how he's in recovery too. Oh, I didn't know he was in recovery. Yeah, sure. He used to do a lot of coke. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be he on did. the next episode, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Stephen King coming to the Recover Everything podcast. Please, Stephen, do it. Um, do you know that Stephen King hated The Shining movie? Really? I, I didn't know that. Wow, controversy. They, yeah. and so in The Shining book, it starts out with them in a red bug, mm-hmm. right? So in the movie, the opening shot is them in a yellow car, uh-huh. and on the side Not of the bug on the side of the road is a crashed red bug, <gasps> which <gasps> was Stanley Kubrick going, "Fuck you! This is my movie now." Yeah, that's Damn. exactly what that is, right in the opening scenes. Wow, sorry, Stephen. Yeah, so I like your book better. What? <laughs> just kidding. You you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to be kidding. I'm, you can have you know, your opinion. If people can but, only see my face. They would know that I'm not really kidding. I like Stephen King reality, like his universe of characters, and but he's a mediocre filmmaker. Mm. He has directed some things. He did his own version of Shining, oh. that was not good. <laughs> well, if he didn't get Jack. Oh. Anyways, no, no Nicholson, no movie. <laughs> There are almost no directors that have the detail that Stanley Kubrick had. Hmm. So, again, it's not this the question, why am I wearing the Shining shirt? Because it represents a level of intelligence to me. Right. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with being scary or it represents intelligence to me. It's really nice. Cool. And your appreciation for that level of filmmaking is why you're a fantastic podcast pioneer. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. Stand by. How fantastic I am. But I think it's important, too, that we acknowledge that movies and film and um, famous people are also relevant in our Recover Everything podcast. They are. Because we see people that are famous struggle with addiction and mental health issues all the time all the time and we make snap judgments about them Mm -hmm. and it kind of translates to our perception of what addiction is especially when we see it portrayed in the media right or in film can you name a movie that deals with addiction off the top of your head when a man loves a woman Mm, which one is that sandra bullock and she goes to 28 or 28 no. days that's michelle yeah. pfeiffer michelle pfeiffer that's right that's 28 right. days of sandra bullock yeah, yeah. that there's two right there yeah i just watched one recently pay it forward oh pay mm. it forward that's a great movie too yeah. i Leaving went to that las high school vegas? i went wow. to that high school that it was filmed at oh, oh yeah fear and loathing in las vegas mm-hmm. i wouldn't say that is i mean <laughs> they're not <laughs> dealing with recovery right. in any way shape well, or form right with addiction active addiction what, yeah blow use and abuse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think there's a difference to, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm talking about a movie where, i know i was just kidding go on well helen hunt in paid forward is definitely dealing with mm-hmm. alcoholism and mm-hmm. i love that movie yeah it's really sad though why because he gets stabbed in the belly button it was like a little too sad but yeah but even, not even um, film portrayal, but in recent times, mm-hmm. there's been Mac Miller, who overdosed and died. He was yeah. a really young dude. Really, really talented. So that's right. really I didn't listen to his stuff. It's really great. You should go back and listen to it. Yeah, I mean, think about also, like, Janis Joplin. Mm-hmm. She died of an overdose. Yeah, but I, I heard that was suspicious. Oh, my goodness. 
all those people that died back then were all like suspicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super sad though. Yeah. Agreed. Janice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yep. Uh, Doors. Mm. Uh, another Jimmy. What, what, what? Yeah. Right. Jim Morrison. Yeah. Jim Morrison. Yeah. Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Dale. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Anthony. Scar Tissue. He wrote the book. Who? What book? Scar Tissue. Like there's a book called Scar Tissue. That's yeah. my most hated band, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, we've talked about this already. Oh, what about your other most hated person, right? Stevie Nicks. I love her too. I Did don't you? like Stevie Nicks. Oh, I thought you said you didn't like Fleetwood Mac or oh, Fleetwood Mac's fine. Who doesn't who like else, Fleetwood Mac? Who else did you like? Who doesn't Queen? Like Mac. I like Queen. Oh man, I'm blowing it. I love Queen. Me too. That was a test. I'm not going to watch the movie though. Like Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the dork. I never said that I was not a dork. Right. Um, Queen of the nerds. <laughs> Is that another Queen reference? No, that's no, just Sarah that's just, that's just me being a freak. <laughs> Sitting happily upon the throne of I wonder, Queen. I wonder if there's an actual Queen of Nerds out there that's like, there is, this you're is looking, mutiny. You're, you're looking at her. <laughs> yeah. This is mutiny. Yeah. And she like pushes her glasses up. Right. My friend actually sent me a, a link this morning for the Geek Bowl, which is this trivia group for geeks who drink. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to drink. I play trivia and don't drink all the time. So the name is misleading. But it's a really fun trivia thing, and they're doing a um, Geek Bowl in March, and I'm really excited about it. Do you have to have a team? Yeah, we have to have a team. We have three people. We need three more. So if anyone's listening and they're really good at history, are you, you a geek? Just fucking Do you know ask history? Me. Oh, my God, Chris, will you be on our I'm Geek like Bowl team? I'm, like, super good at trivia. Oh, my God, yes. So we have four. We need two more people, preferably somebody with, like, a really strong sports knowledge. I me. know a guy. And what about geography, world geography? Nobody knows that. Mm, yeah. I think I know some geography actually good i used to know a lot of geography i was way smarter when i was a child than i am now (laughs) i wish i was in business with baby sarah (laughs) for real i feel like you want to hear all the capitals from all the united states you were that kid i was so good uh that me you know what i did as a child what i literally and i'm not i'm not joking at all i dressed up as a ninja 365 days (laughs) a year from ages Four to six, oh, cool. and I would hide in the shadows. Cool. <laughs> it's seriously just like pop out of nowhere, uh-huh. and like you can ask my brother. I don't. I no, don't need yeah, to. I believe you wholeheartedly. I would hide out in trees. There's nothing in my mind that thinks like Chris is lying about his ninja days. I would hide in trees <laughs> and in the shadows, oh, and I would goodness. just pop out and do like kicks and. <laughs> and and use my homemade nunchucks. I was just kidding. I was oh, like, what about like a ninja star and nunchucks? That's and then I would about. run. Right, you have to at that point. So you don't get your ass beat for dressing like a freaking ninja. No, no, I was dangerous. I took karate and everything. <laughs> I just wanted to let people know. He's like, I'm a, I'm a yellow belt in taekwondo. Oh my God. Uh, He's like, green belt, fuck you. Yeah, for real. Uh, was way higher than yellow belt. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did when I was a kid. I took Krav Maga as an adult. Really? Yeah, it's really See, empowering. Can you kill people with a can of soda? I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> How does Krav Maga uh, relate to addiction recovery? Well, one, because you're, you're learning self-defense, which is really empowering as a woman. And two, it's a really good workout. So for 
45 minutes, all you can really think about is trying to learn ways to fight while you're tired. So you really can't worry or think about anything else or you'll get punched in the face when you're sparring. I think ninja skills would be Krav Maga. <laughs> yeah, it's Israeli martial arts. It's badass. I'm going to stick with the classic. Karate? Karate kid? Yeah. Karate. Mm-hmm. Karate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you used to do as a child, Caitlin? I built forts in the desert. Uh, in the desert? Normal kid mm-hmm. stuff. What kind of forts? Like out of wood? Yeah, like out of wood. You like cactus? Uh, you make your own glue? Well, there was... Um, I'm from Palm Springs area, so there was a lot of empty deserts in between and homes. And golf courses. And golf courses. I didn't live on a golf course. They wouldn't let me in. <laughs> but so we would go into the empty deserts and like build forts. Out of what? Like wood and supplies and carpet boxes, whatever we could get our little grimy hands on. How big were your forts? Pretty badass. You wish you could have mm-hmm. been in there. Yeah. I mean, have you ever I been would... to the mall in Palm Springs? That's a fort. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um... So goods. What'd you say? Did you sell goods out of them? Did I sell goods like, out of the forts? Uh, like no. chocolate bars? No. Nope. Lemonade? <laughs> Just like no high quality hand knitted sweaters in no. the desert. We had, a, we had this, like, the little, little mini radio that took batteries and we like, you know, jam out to our radio station. Yeah. I hung out in there a lot. I don't know what I did now looking back. I always wanted a tree house. Me too. I didn't have a tree, so desert sand it is. Right. I feel like I'm going to dig this hole. I'm going to make this foxhole, mm-hmm. put some stuff up. I'm living here. Yeah. I used to have this fantasy that I could like dig a clubhouse mm. and like just be underground and be awesome. Yeah. I used to hide out and read all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Loser. Nerd alert. Um, I think that these stories are important because we're all children of... Alcoholics right. and addicts. So, so, so what did I do the, when shit got bad? I went hide. into a fort in right. the middle of the desert, guys. Chris is a ninja. I literally just <laughs> hid in the shadows and. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, it wasn't because I definitely remember being told, like, get that off your face. You're in school now. <laughs> you're not a dinosaur. You're a person. <laughs> um. Yeah. You're like, can they actually see me though? <laughs> no, for reals. Yeah. <laughs> I was that kid. Okay. But I never stayed stayed in the school long enough. So I think there's definitely some kids who thought I was an actual ninja that probably. just like no, showed there, no, up. No, there probably yeah. wasn't. Yeah, there was. <laughs> Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> like that guy just showed up, mm-hmm. kicked ass for like six weeks. And now he's gone. <laughs> Teach us, teach us your ways, Chris. Uh, that's when you could bring nunchucks to school. Right. Now they frown upon it. Back in the good old <laughs> mm-hmm. days. Yeah, mid-90s. Yeah, I always carry nunchucks. <laughs> You're a liar. Where are they right now? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm still pretty good with nunchucks. No lie. No lie. So, when For I was real. a kid, we had bamboo growing in my backyard, and mm-hmm. my dad actually would make me and my brother nunchucks out of bamboo. And Me and my dad made a couple of decent pairs. Yeah. PVC pipe or nah, raw materials? Raw materials. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Dang. My dad's actually super well trained in martial, martial arts. arts. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I've never seen him beat anybody up, but doesn't uh, mean I've it heard stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard stories. Wow. If you're listening, Dad, right on. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I divulged your ninja secrets. To yeah, the for world. real. Um, and I'm sorry, uh, you're. 
embarrassed that your son was a ninja. Or <laughs> <laughs> still isn't a ninja. <laughs> sorry, I gave, sorry, I gave up the ninja. <laughs> I throw, I throw a smoke bomb and disappear right, right. now. <laughs> He's trying to take off his headphones and roll out of here. You don't see me. Yeah, Chris, get up. <laughs> I'm not here anymore. Yeah, get off the floor, you weirdo. <laughs> Any more questions? No, I think that that's um, cut. That's a wrap. Remember to visit us at recovereverything.com. Send us an email, a comment. Uh, like us at Instagram at recovereverything, Twitter at recovereverything and Facebook at Recover Everything. This is the Recover Everything podcast where we will eventually have Mm -hmm. long-form discussions about stuff in recovery throughout Nevada and throughout the United States and Mm -hmm. eventually the world. Yeah, yep. I'm your host, Chris West. I'm Dr. Sarah. Caitlin Martinez. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.